everybody and welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought Podcast. My name is Sabrina and right now it is 5.49 in the morning. This whole coronavirus thing has me fucked up with what day of the week it is. So um, yeah, last night I was like, hmm, tomorrow's Monday. I think I should record a podcast, but I'm going to go to bed. And so now here we are recording this podcast, but it's nice because I get to I have the pleasure of taking some time in the morning to to reflect. And it's been a while. It's been, I think, a couple of weeks since I sat down by myself to record. Uh, last week, I did an episode with my sister and my roommate and best friend. And the week before that, I did an episode with uh, one of my good friends from middle school to talk about body image. So it's been a while, and I think it's it's an appropriate time for me to... This is the timing of everything works out. It's time for me to sit down, reflect, and understand. So you're probably all in the same boat as me. You most likely are all in the same boat as me. We're all stuck. We're all stuck in this physical space right now um, with very limited access to do anything else. And in return, or as a byproduct, we're all stuck in our mental space. Maybe you're not, but I feel stuck. Um, I'm off my routine. I'm sure everyone's off their routine. Um, I've gained weight. I've been working out like a crazy person, but I've gained weight because I'm just home and I'm eating and I'm filling in some time with, with food and finding comfort with food and snacks and sharing meals with my sister and my mom and my best friend. And, you know, food is just the forefront of everything right now. And, and that's something that I'm challenged struggling with for the first time in a long time is, my body image issues, and I don't really have those. I, my body image, like I've said multiple times, my body image issues comes from when I don't feel good about myself. And I, right now I feel okay in terms of what I've been eating, but I'm just putting on weight and it's, it's foreign to me and it's new. And, and I just have to learn to accept what is and know that I can't go to core power yoga and that's okay. I can't go to the gym and that's okay. My workouts at home for a while need to be sufficient. And so do yours. And that is okay. There's more to what's happening right now than the weight I'm gaining and the weight you're gaining or losing, whatever the case may be. Um, there's more to it. So uh, today I usually, I usually just sit down and, and talk about what's coming to me. And today there's so much, there's so much going on in my head and so much that I'm trying to process and understand that I just had to write it out. And I have a little roadmap for today, if you will. Um, And I'm going to follow it kind of, but I'm just going to speak from what speaks to me. And the first thing that came to mind at 6.53 a.m. for me, or 5.53 a.m. for me right now is my body image issues that I'm dealing with right now um, and how that relates to everything going on in my life and everything that I'm trying to sift through right now. So before I get into what I want to get into, I want to start today's episode with whatever floats your quote. And today's quote is, so we scramble to fill ourselves, our time, our body, our mind, We might buy something new or lose ourselves in in mindless small talk. As soon as we have a gap, we go online to check our email, we turn on music, we get a snack, watch TV, 
anything to help us bury the feelings of vulnerability and deficiency lurking in our psyche. So I feel like if you don't relate to this quote right now, I want to know your secret plan on how you've ignored all of this bullshit that's going on right now. But essentially, I mean, for me, I fill my time, like I've said multiple times, to the brim, to the brim. When I get home, I'm so exhausted, I just pass out. I'm just, I'm, and then I'm ready for my next day. And, and now we're forced to slow down. Um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and then, you know, in terms of time frame, I'm going to go back to February 3rd. I had a chemical peel on that day. And for those of you that don't know what a chemical peel is, you basically get um, a chemical onto your face that burns off the first layer of skin um, and you just peel. Your skin just peels for like literally a week. Um, It's disgusting. But the whole point is to get rid of scars, to get rid of um, discoloration um, and... Um, yeah, just have a clear, fresh layer of skin on your face. Um, my skin was really clear after it, but the reason I did it was a, I have scars on my face that I don't particularly love and I was going to get married in October. So this was part of my, I'm getting married routine. So in order to do this, I had to take a week off work in terms of going to the physical office. You have no downtime with a chemical peel. I'm just not trying to show up to work with like looking like a damn fucking buttery flaky crust. Okay. So I decided to work from home. Um, day one was okay. I was like, cool. I can work from home. Um, I wasn't supposed to work out for like four days either. So that was new for me. Um, but day one, it was like, okay, I worked out for the last week. I'm, I'm good. Um, I get to work from my bed. Cool. I just ate breakfast and I'm still in bed. Cool. Um, and it was, it was okay. And then during lunch, that lunch break, I was like, okay, a little bit bored, but that's okay. Day two, fine. Ish. Day three, day three, three days without me working out is usually my limit for me. And for me, working out is an emotional release. I don't really know how to process or invite emotion into my life. So running or just profusely sweating is my way of de-stressing, ignoring, suppressing, and feeling like everything's cool again. I could be feeling so frantic and frazzled and anxious and go on a run and come home and I'm like, okay, cool. We're chilling. Like nothing's wrong. And then just ignore whatever it is, the fuck that my body and my mind and my psyche was trying to tell me. Um, so with this chemical peel, I couldn't go anywhere. And all of a sudden, these emotions started flooding my body and my mind. And I'm like, okay, something, something's off and I can't figure it out. I stopped eating meals. I stopped. I didn't even finish my coffee. Y'all, I don't finish my morning coffee. Something up. Can you guys hear my cat? Poor Oliver. I'm sitting in the bathroom floor right now, honestly, with a pillow on my back and a blanket because I'm fucking cold because my sister didn't want to get out of bed. Um, so I can't record on my new fancy desk that I just bought. So anyway, back to the point. I felt trapped. I felt trapped in my head. Um, I The only outlet that I really am familiar with on how to be expressive, I couldn't do. So... I lost a lot of weight. I I felt trapped in my head. Um, 
I didn't feel like I had anywhere to go or anywhere to escape to. And at that moment, it's when I realized I'm going to call off my wedding. I had all of these thoughts coming through that I had one whole week to sit in bed without fitness, nothing besides work and laying in bed and reading maybe and doing all my little menial house shit that I do every day. But besides that, there was nothing, nothing counterbalancing what I was doing. And it's in that moment that I realized I have to call off my wedding. And those thoughts alone, having to sit with those thoughts of why do I want to call off my wedding? What is the reason? Is this the best decision for me? Blah, blah, blah. All of these questions. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, I have to call off this wedding or I will live an unhappy life. And that is what I decided from sitting alone in my room for a week with nowhere to go. Um, And I, I honestly think that maybe if I didn't have that chemical peel, I wouldn't have come to this realization and maybe I I would have, but not this early. Um, and so I've, I've, what I've gained from that situation is, okay, when you feel like emotions are, are coming through, are trying to show themselves and trying to, um, tell you something, don't suppress them because what will happen is they will come out randomly you don't really know what what that emotion is or what it's correlated to but it'll come out whether it's through anger or sadness or frustration or stress or madness it will come out and if we learn to to welcome these emotions into our lives when we originally start to to surface we will learn how to navigate through that and and maintain more of a steady emotional life rather than for me it's just highs and lows highs and lows highs and lows that come every few months so I'm on this high for months and then I'll crash and I don't know what my crash entails and I freak out and I'm like I'm, I'm angry and I don't know why and so that experience has, has shown me that okay Sabrina if if anxiety is is inviting itself into your body today listen. What is it trying to tell you? What is it correlated to? Did something stressful happen recently? Um, Whatever the case may be, listen to it, accept it, don't try to suppress or ignore it, which is what I'm really, really fucking good at doing. Um, So that's what that that whole week of um, my chemical peel has taught me. Little did I motherfucking know that that week will now turn into months because of this pandemic. So we're back to square one, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a little bit different this time because I recognize a shift. And what happened following me breaking off my wedding was I was on this high. I was in denial. I was in shock. I think that's a big decision to make. It was five years of my life that I decided to end because just super abruptly, it was super abrupt. Um, and it was a shock to, I mean, not really a shock, but it was a surprise. It was surprising news, especially to the person that I was about to marry. It was surprising news. Um, so after the fact, all of a sudden I'm single again. Whoa. I haven't been single in five years. I was like, cool. I'm going to go get a tattoo because I can, 
because no one's telling me not to. Cool. Got that. Uh, I'm going to go get another tattoo because I want to and no one's telling me not to. Cool. So I got two tattoos. Um, technically three tattoos, but whatever. I got three tattoos and um, hmm, I really want to get a kitten. Cool. I'm going to get a kitten. Check. Got one. Hmm. I'm really craving a road trip up the coast of California this weekend. Who's with me? Done. Got, got my roommate to get on board. Boom. Booked it to Humboldt in a day. Um, had the absolutely best time um, and booked it back down in two days. I've been doing all of these spontaneous, impulsive, fun things. I've been saying, yes, 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 yes. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm finally doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm seeing this and exploring something with you and making music with you. And it's all of these, these things that were trapped for so long were just emerging. And I felt like I was high on life. I was I was barely sleeping. I was sleeping like maybe four, three hours. And I was waking up feeling ready, refreshed, excited. It was bizarre. I was having bomb workouts. Um, I was running faster than I've ever run since like middle school. And it was like, I was high on life. It, I was, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. I could not explain it. I felt the highest that I've ever been in so long. And my boss was even, he told me, he said, I'm actually concerned at how good you're doing right now. That's not normal. And I told him, I'm concerned too. I feel like I'm on Adderall every single day. Um, he asked me if I was. No, I'm not. But I felt like it. Um, I, f- I felt energetic. Like I have all of this energy that is trying to release itself. I I was frantically cleaning my home. I was doing all of these things. I got the body positivity project going. I got people to my house. I did a photo shoot to for to wait for wait and I got t-shirts and I purchased $700 worth of t-shirts to sell. It's like boom 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 boom. All of these things that I wanted to do. Finally, fucking finally, I can do them without anyone telling me what to do, when to do it or why I should or should not do something. And that feeling alone um that source sense of newfound independence and freedom had me on a fucking high. You guys, I was on a high and I told my boss, I said, the crash is coming. What I do best is crash and it's coming and I don't know when. And right now I genuinely feel good. I feel great. I feel happy with my decision. I feel happier than I've been in a long time. I feel free. I feel like I'm myself again or finding bits and pieces of myself that I've suppressed and ignored. And finally, fucking finally, I can explore them. And he would call me into, my boss would call me into his office. He's like, all right, are you good? And I look at him. I'm like, I'm great. I've never felt better. I'm chilling. I'm happy. Life is beautiful. And he's like, oh, okay, you'll be back. And the next time I ask that question, you probably won't be so good. Um, And I didn't have time to come back because this whole pandemic occurred and boom, right back to it, right back to, to, to being trapped. Um, and the, the feelings that I've been suppressing are, have been emerging. And I've said this multiple times. And if this is your first time listening to this episode, um, this, I, I channel all my negative emotions to anger. 
I basically know happiness and I know anger. And I basically maintain the same happy, positive mood for days on end, weeks on end, and then something will occur or enough suppression has occurred where I'm going insane and it just manifests through fucking rage, like anger. I get so mad. And when, when that anger emerges, I, it's, I love it. I love that feeling. I'm like, Hmm, welcome back. I've missed you. Let's fucking cause a scene. Let's cause a motherfucking scene because it feels so good. And that's what I do. That's what I do best. And with this whole pandemic, I was like, all right, I know the crash is coming now for sure because core power yoga is closed. My amazing, the best outlet that I've ever had besides running. Um, and the crash is on its, it's on its way. And for me, for the first time, you guys, in years, my emotions manifested through sadness. And it was a foreign feeling to me. I was like, whoa, I'm sad. I don't know what to do with this emotion. I don't know how to sit with it. I don't know how to process it. I don't know why it's coming out now instead of anger. And then I started reflecting. Okay, I called off a wedding. I had five years of my life that I shared with somebody and I called it off. And that ended all within three days. Three days of me calling it off, everything changed. He was gone. Less than five days later, his stuff was gone. And that's it. The connection to his family was gone. Um, Trips we made, gone. Wedding plans, gone. Stuck with a $3,000 wedding dress that I have to go pick up, non-refundable. Yeah, it's like, how could I... How could I not be sad? That's not an easy thing to decide. It's not an easy thing to look back and say, hey, Sabrina, you lost a lot of yourself during those last five years. But I gained a lot. I gained a lot of of wisdom. Um, He's taught me so many lessons, um, financial lessons for sure that I needed. But I don't regret anything. I don't regret a single moment I shared with him, but it was still sad to call something off that was going to be the rest of my life. I had my life plan, my life planned out. I was planning on having children in a year and a half. That was my goal is okay. I get married at the end of 2020. I'll have 2021 to kind of reinvent myself and figure out married life and get a home and settle down. And towards the end of 2021, going to start having kids. And now my life is, has turned upside down. I am relearning so many things. I am relearning how to be single. Do I want to be in a relationship? The answer is no. Do, what do I want for my life? What I want for my career? What will the next few months and years bring for me? Seeing as Everything that I thought was going to happen is no longer going to happen. Um, a lot to think about and process. And and I don't want to say plan for. I want to say the opposite. A lot to not plan for. It's, it's time to not plan. It's time for me to become in tune to who I am, who I want to be, um, what I've neglected, what I've ignored. And 
I'm writing a book that I've shared multiple times. I just got the book title tattooed on my arm and the title is Good Grief. Um, It's going to be a book all about grief and how grief can be the worst fucking thing in the world, but also the most absolute biggest blessing. And while I was still engaged, I was writing this book and I was I was excited about it and I would wake up twice a week and write. Um, I limited myself to twice a week so that I wouldn't see this as a chore and get really overwhelmed. So those two days a week I looked forward to. I'm like, great, tomorrow morning I get to wake up early with my cup of coffee and write my book. That's super exciting. Um, And what I realized is I was writing very surface level. Um, I was telling a story, maybe my... I was telling my dad's story and this is what I realized after the fact, after I called off my wedding is I reflected on everything that I was doing and it came from a place of being very surface level. And my book was just that it was my dad's story. It was my dad's diagnosis. It was a sequence of events that happened following his death. It was my dad's story. And I realized, fuck, if I want to write a great book, I need to write my story. But what's my story? And that is what I'm sitting with right now is what is my story? Who am I? What lessons? And I'm very good. I'm very good at looking back on a situation and extracting a lesson, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation. I, my mind, I just look at what I've gained, what I've learned, and how can I, how can I apply that to the rest of my life? Um, and that's what the book basically is. It's a series of events and me talking about those lessons that I've learned after the fact, but how do I feel? How did, how did my dad's death make me feel? I've never tapped into that. How did losing basically my whole family my whole family, my whole extended family. How did that make me feel? I don't know. I haven't explored it. I ignored it. I ignored it for seven years. I've been ignoring a bunch of bullshit and not, not, not the situation. I accept what happened. I accept what is, um, and I've moved on, but emotionally I haven't moved on. And that is the major source of my anger and my pain that I haven't explored. So I've taken a little time away from my book to just try to understand myself a little bit better so that when I come back down to sit down and write, I am writing from a place of emotion and from being real and raw and, and vulnerable. But in order to write all of these things, I have to be real, raw, and vulnerable. And this, it's funny. It's really funny how this universe is, is having things play out right now. And I, I'm sure I'm not the only one that thinks that. I think 2020 has been this clusterfuck of what the fuck is going on. You have Kobe Bryant and his daughter and all of those victims dying in January in a random tragic accident. Then I call off my wedding and then this happens for the unforeseeable future. We don't know how long this will be. We don't know. But what lesson can I pull from this? I think The universe is finally telling everybody, slow the fuck down, slow down, stay inside, go on walks, be with your family, take time away from work. The rest will play out. 
the economy blows right now. Finances are questionable for many fucking people right now. But what's not questionable is the fact that you're around people or maybe you're by by yourself. But if you are by yourself, wow, you're being challenged. What can you extract from this? How can you learn more about yourself right now? You have the opportunity to say, okay, I can't go anywhere. Now I can maybe, maybe I had a podcast that I want to do. Let's start. Maybe I want to do more yoga. Okay, let's start. Maybe I do too much in my case and I need to stop. I need to slow the fuck down and be in my house. And today during my lunch break at work, I I was like, oh, what workout am I going to do today? And I realized nothing. During my lunch break today, I'm going to sit in my bed and read a book and stop. Stop time for a little bit. I feel like while being trapped in this house, we've had nothing but time, but so little time. I feel like, I feel like each day that passes by blurs together and I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't even know how long we've been here. I'm going a little bit stir crazy. I'm sure everybody's going a little bit stir crazy, but you can either let this consume you, let this make you feel a little bit trapped and isolated and confused and suffocated, or you can allow it to see this moment as a time for self growth, um, whatever that means to you, whether that's being more emotionally in tune with yourself, maybe doing more at home workouts, maybe just going outside finally and going on a hike at 2 PM on a Wednesday when you normally would be in work. I don't know. Do whatever it is that's calling to you. And for me, I'm listening. I'm listening to myself, my body, my mind for the first time. And maybe, not maybe, this has been making me eat more. I love food. I love food. And the fact that it's at my convenience, anytime, even though I'm working from home, uh, if I'm hungry or if I'm on a call, I can just eat out of boredom, out of convenience. Well, as opposed to me being at work, I have a set time I get to go to lunch and maybe I can have a snack in between my lunch, in between my um, work days. But other than that, my lunch is at 12 or one and you got to book it through. Just book it through and don't think about it and get your work done. Go enjoy your break and come back and book it again. And then I go to core power yoga and I have a bomb ass workout and I sweat my balls off. And then I come home, I cook dinner and I go to bed. And there's pros and cons to both routines. I feel like my routine at work, I was starting in, when I was, you know, in this relationship, I was starting to get, everything was starting to get very mundane. It was, it was too robotic. I was like waking up and repeating the same day over again and over again and over again. And while I had structure and I had balance in terms of my work, workout life, there was nothing else. There was no spontaneity. There was no growth. There was no um, room to do other things with my time that maybe I wouldn't normally do on a weekday. And now, now I have everything that I was craving indefinitely because of this pandemic. And now I'm craving my routine. So it comes with balance. And we need to learn that this time is challenging us physically. It's challenging us mentally. And that is okay. That is okay. And in these times comes growth, comes self-reflection, comes self-realization. And that is something that we all need to accept and, and work on. 
Um, so for me, I'm learning to accept sadness. I'm learning to slow down. Um, my workouts have been, I've, it's crazy. My workouts have, I've been running faster than I've ever run since middle school. Middle school and high, uh, not middle school, high school. Maybe middle school. Actually, yeah, I was fucking fast in middle school. I ran like a 630 mile. And now I'm like struggling to get that. But all of a sudden, I just ran a five minute, 51 second mile. And that was my second mile. I ran one mile, warm up, and then sprinted all the way home at five minutes and 51 seconds. I have never run that fast. That is my fastest mile to date. So something's going on. Something's going on emotionally where it's making me just run. And I'm learning to sit with it. And I'm learning to, these are the times, these are the times. Whatever we can dwell, we can miss our, our routine, we can miss whatever, we can crave summer, we can crave uh, freedom again. But the fact of the matter is, this is reality now. And it's scary. And it's, it's uncertain. But how you handle this situation right now is going to set you up for your future. It's going to put you on top. It's going to, you're going to emerge stronger than ever if you take this time to focus on yourself, to focus on everything that you've been neglecting, whether that's downtime, whether that's fitness, whether that's that website you want to make, whatever the case may be, whatever you're ne- you've been neglecting, allow it to come back into your life right now. Allow this time to help you realize what you've been missing. The world is slowing down right now. The entire fucking world. There's nowhere you can escape. You can't just fly to another country or fly to another city or drive somewhere and and escape it all. It's not, you can't escape it. It's here. And the whole world is in this together. We're fighting something together. And that's beautiful in itself. And I think, I think there's something larger at play. And it's hard to think that when people are dying and people are suffering. And if you are one of those people, if you know somebody in your immediate family that has suffered or is suffering or has died, I am so sorry. And I I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why so many people have to just die suddenly and unexpectedly, especially good people. But I, I really genuinely think something larger is at play. Whatever that may be, we will see in a few months, maybe, maybe in a year, maybe in a few years. But this is preparing us for something greater. And maybe it's not, but what's the alternative? What's the alternative thought process? Oh, this is preparing me for something horrible and shitty and depressing. Okay, you can think that if you want to think that. I'm not going to think that. I'm going to think that... This is for something. The world is slowing down together in unison. A world that's typically divided is now coming together. I go on my runs outside and I see people and everyone is smiling at each other. Everyone is lending a a smile to their neighbors and basically saying, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. We don't know what the future holds, but right now what I can offer you is a smile from six feet away, but I'll offer a smile nonetheless. So... Take that as you wish. Take this experience and learn something from it. I am. I'm learning to process my emotions finally for the first time in seven years. I'm allowing myself to talk things through with people that I don't 
I don't talk things through. I don't like to. Even this podcast episode, I couldn't even sit on my new beautiful desk that I just bought to record it because my sister's asleep and I can't verbalize any of this with anybody in the room with me. I can't. I cannot. Me being expressive and emotional and contemplative Actually, no, I'm very contemplative, but being emotional and vulnerable in front of people, especially people that I shouldn't be vulnerable in front of, I feel like I shouldn't be vulnerable in front of my mom or my sister. And I put up this, I'm this tough girl. I got this. I got the family on my back. Let's fucking go. Um, It's hard for me. So that's what I'm learning to do right now. And it's different and it's new, but I'm I'm inviting it into my life. Um, A lot of, we can all expect a lot of change right now. A lot of change And we have to be able to adapt to this change or it will consume us. So, it's funny. I actually wrote all of this out, like I said, and I haven't even looked at my phone once besides for my quote. So, it's it's nice to just sit down and have something flow out of you. Um, Again, like I said, this is not easy for me. And that's why I love this podcast. It's like something, something shuts off in terms of my vulnerability and I'm just able to speak and it flows. Um, and that's, it's a nice therapeutic thing for me to do, especially during this time is okay. I look forward to sitting down, not really on the floor, but whatever, we're here on the floor and it's not that comfortable, but nonetheless, I looked forward to sitting down today and, and talking things through. And now I feel like I have this mental clarity right now. And this sense of, ah, I got that off my chest. And now I can go into my work day feeling a little bit clearer, um, and a little bit more grounded. So maybe for you, you need to take some time in the morning to do the same thing, whether that's a podcast, whether that's just recording something and talking out loud and never publishing it or writing or reading or whatever. It's not like you can really go anywhere. So make use of this beautiful time. Wake up earlier than you usually would because guess what? You could probably go to bed whatever the fuck time you want. So make this time your own. Create something beautiful. Manifest something amazing. And and channel everything inward during this time. And I'm sure if you do just that, you'll find something beautiful within yourself that you've been ignoring for so long. Let that emerge and... It'll help set you up for a very successful, in-tune future ahead. With that, everybody, I am super hungry, and I'm going to go make some avocado toast and my cup of coffee um, and just kind of maybe maybe read for a little bit before my workday starts in an hour and a half. Um, and with that, everybody, I wish you all happiness, health, um, and clarity during this time. And I so look forward to talking to you guys next week.